Pastor Sandra tells it as it is. My teaching is entitled, Who Are You Following This Christmas? The Bible says the wise men followed the star in the east. And my read is from Matthew chapter 2, verse 1 to 2. And it's from the New King James Version. And I read, Now when Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, behold, there came wise men from the east to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. So who are you following this Christmas? I like this read because the wise men that follows the star were not ordinary men. Some Bible scholars stated the wise men were magicians. But whoever they were, whoever they are, the Bible said that they followed the star and they came from the east to Jerusalem to worship and saying, where is he? Where is he that is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east and are come to worship him. And that is what Christmas is all about, children of God. Christmas is a time where we come from afar to worship. And I like this statement, come from afar, because come from afar means doesn't matter what state your life is at. Doesn't matter your gender and background. Doesn't matter the challenges you face. Doesn't matter where in the world or on planet Earth you are. No matter what your circumstances and your situations, no matter your place or challenges and affiliation or your status, it doesn't matter your connections, who you're connected to or attached to or who you're influenced by. It doesn't matter your associations. It doesn't matter what you are. This Christmas, this request is come, is asking you, to come and worship him this Christmas. So the Bible let us know the wise men came in pursuit of worship. For, we, for, for um, the Bible said, we, we have seen his star in the east. And they said, and we have come to worship him. And the Bible let us know in verse 11, and when they were come into the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And I like this again. I like this again. The Bible let us know that they fell down. When they came in the house, they saw the young child with Mary, his mother, I like the way they didn't acknowledge Joseph, but that's another teaching. <laughs> that's another teaching. That's another day for another teaching. They acknowledged the child. They acknowledged the mother, but they didn't acknowledge Joseph. So but that's another day for another teaching. 
And um, so the Bible let us know they fell down and worship when they saw the young child and his mother. And so secondly, they opened their treasures and they presented unto him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And I like this again because treasures represents the condition of their hearts. Treasures represent the condition or what was in their hearts. They represent, they, they presented unto to him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. And gold is symbolic for kingship and God's establishment. So the gift of gold was an appreciation to Papa God or an appreciation of Papa God's establishment and kingship in reconciling man back to God through his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. So, so the goal represents an establishment that God was going to establish relationship back with his, 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 his children through his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the Bible said angels had to make inquiries in, 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 in Psalm 8 verse 4. What is man that thou art mindful of him and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower that this is me and you than the angels and hast crowned him with glory and honor. This is me and you. We are crowned with glory and honor. And thou madest him to have over the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things under his feet. Wow. So children of God, sometimes we behave as if, you know, we, 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 we are nothing when we, we, we have all the power, the dominion, the glory, and the might of God in us, and he wants us to use it or use them. So Papa God is crazy about us. He wants us back. He wants to form a relationship back with us. And Papa God is missing you, sir. And he's missing you, ma'am. This Christmas, he wants a relationship. Can Papa God come home to you this Christmas? Please, I beg, can Papa God come home? Would you allow him? Would you accept him? Would, is there any room in your heart for him to come home with you this Christmas? You know, when I was preparing this and I said, I, I, I used the word he. Can he? And he said, no, I don't want you to use the word he. I want you to use the word Papa God. Why? Um, he said, he wants you to feel the quality or state of being, of his fathership. He wants you to feel his heart. And he wants you to, to feel the quality or state of being a father to you. So don't use the word he, he said. Use the word Papa God. He wants you to feel his heart his fathership and he wants to form he wants a relationship with you this christmas so gold is symbolic of papa god's establishment and kingship and the gift of gold was 
and appreciation of Papa God's establishment and kingship in reconciling man back to God through his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. And the gift of frankincense is symbolic also, and it represents the sweet essence, aroma, and fragrance that comes out of our hearts in praise and gratitude and adoration in our acknowledgement and appreciation in our praises for our King Jesus. So that was what the gift of um, frankincense represents. And the gift of myrrh represents the oil that preserves us together. There is a special oil that the, the, the Holy Spirit, that Papa God gives to us called the anointing. And it preserves us together and bind us with, with, with bind our relationship with Papa God. And that, and that, and that preserves us together and bind us with him, protect us from all perils, from all dangers, from all harm, and conserve us together and with him. So that is what the gift of myrrh represents. And children of God, I pray this Christmas, you will give him the gift deserving of him, gold an appreciation of Papa God's establishment and kingship in recognizing man back to God through his precious son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Frankincense, the sweet essence, aroma, and fragrance that comes out of our hearts of praise and gratitude and adoration and our acknowledgement and appreciation for our King Jesus. And myrrh, the oil that preserves us together with him and bind us to protect and conserve us and him together in Jesus' name. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you and the Lord cause his face to shine upon you. The Lord lift up his, the light, Papa God, of his countenance upon you and give you rest. Pray that as you, you hear these words that you will pass it on to your connections your contacts, your friends, your family. Because the Bible says faith comes through hearing and hearing of the word of God. God bless you. Until next time. Pastor Sandra checking out. Pastor Sandra tells it like it is. My teaching is entitled, What He Says About You Will Come to Pass. My read is taken from Matthew 24, verse 35. And my read is from the New International Version. And I read, Heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. I repeat, heaven and earth will pass away, but my word, says Papa God, will never pass away. So Papa God, by the power of the Holy Spirit, has sent this teaching to tell you and I, as we draw close to the end of 2022, 2022 will never come back after it is gone. But the word he has spoken about you and over you 
will come to pass, children of God. He said his word will never pass away. And the only person that can stop its fulfillment in your life. The word of God that God says about you will come to pass. And the only person that will stop its fulfillment is you. So no matter how it is articulated to you, children of God, no matter how it was vocalized in the church to you, was it told to you by a, 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 an elderly sister or a pastor or um, an elderly brother? Was it read out to you? Did it come to you from a book? Do you dis did, did you discover the word from a book? Um, do you did you receive it by an accident uh, or a challenge that you had, or how was it oracled to you? Did you read it? Did how was it released? He, he said, no matter how it was released or prophesied upon you or it was predicted or forecast or foretold, it shall be realized. Papa God literally took an oath. When he said in verse 35, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away. In other words, what he says about you, what he says you are, what he says you will become, every word the Bible said about you, you and I, um, will come to pass, will be realized, will be 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 um foretold and they are true um and and um no one can stop it i am the only person that can stop it or you and the only person that can stop it and it will not stop in jesus name so however children of god believe at times you know we believe everyone and Children of God believe in everything except the Bible. You believe what friend says. We believe what the neighbor says. We believe what family and association says. We believe the papers, magazines, and what the reporter says. We believe what the books written by men says. You believe what the scientist says. You believe what your teachers and the lecturers said to you. You believe the medical establishment. You believe the psychologists, the hypnotists, the mesmerizers. You believe the occult, what the occult tells you, um, what, what they tell you when they read your palm. You believe the horoscope on the Ouija board and the crystal ball, what it says, what the witch doctor says, what the psychic and the clairvoyant and the spiritualist and the soothsayers said. They're all bunch of liars. Um, but Papa God wants you to believe him and what he says about you as well. He says every word that the Bible says about you will come to pass. He said heaven and earth will pass away. But my word, says Papa God, will never pass away, says Jehovah God. So as the year draw to a close, Papa God wants his children to believe in him 
and to believe what he tells them and, and what he says about them because the, the, the days ahead is getting really rough, very, very rough. And we have to ensure that we have an anchor and, the, the, and make sure that the anchor holds and grips the solid rock. And who is the solid rock? The rock is Jesus. So Jesus was speaking in context to the question. The disciples asked him in verse 3. And they came and said, and the Bible said, As Jesus was on the Mount of Olives, the disciples came to him privately. Tell us, they said, what will this when will this happen? What are you talking about? This is some Pastor Sandra paraphrasing. What are you talking about? What do you mean? When will this happen? And the disciples speaking. What will be the sign of your coming and of the end of age? And the Bible let us know how Jesus um, break it down to them in verse 4. And the first thing Jesus said to his disciples is, Watch out that no one deceives you, Jesus says. Watch out that no one deceives you. So deceive or deception is the key action we, children of God, should watch out for. Deception. Deceive or deception. So the word dolio D-O-L-I-Z-D-O-L-I-O-O Dolio, a verb, is the Greek word for to, to deceive. And dolio means to properly lure using bait to pull someone in. To deceive, preying on people who are blinded by their own bitterness and greed or lost and it says this makes them easy prey to ensnare so jesus tells his disciples these are the signs you and i need to watch out for don't allow anyone to deceive you and tell you that i am coming and they don't have a clue when i am coming so deception is the first sign that tells you and tell, 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 tell I, um, you and I, I'm, I'm coming. And that my coming is near. That's the first sign. Deception. And there's 99.9% of it right now. Pure deception. So Jesus, and he tells his disciples certain things which includes the purpose and will of God for your life and my life has come and has to take place first before the end comes. Yeah? So Jesus was telling them, along with the deception, certain things has to take place first. And the certain things includes, children of God, it includes the, our purpose and will, the will of God for my life, and, and, and your life, because let's face it, not everybody know, knows what the purpose and the will of God is as I'm speaking to you for their lives, and they need to know. So if you believe what I'm saying, let me hear your loudest amen. And I'm going to say amen to that. 
So Jesus still speaking in verse 34. He says, truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. So can you see what I am saying, children of God? Truly, I tell you, Jesus said, these generation will certainly not pass away until all these things have happened. So are you part of this generation? And I, I am part, that's the question we need to ask. What generation are you? Are you part of this generation? And if the answer, your answer is, is yes, then God's will and purpose for your life has to come to pass before the end comes. So the question the disciples asked of Jesus is, was not only applicable to the coming of the Lord Jesus alone. The question is appropriate to the child of God who is not sure where he or she is going, who is not sure about um, his purpose and the will of God for his life or her life, and the child of God who is not sure where they stand in their walk with Jesus Christ. Truly, I tell you, this generation will certainly not pass until these things. All, all these things doesn't mean only wars and rumors of wars. All these things doesn't only mean everything that is bad or catastrophes, disasters, calamities. They are going to come. Everything, But also, if you are part of this generation, if you are in this generation... Um, the will of God has to come to pass. And I tell you why. The will of everything Papa God says about you and I, they have to come to pass. We have not seen them yet. They have to come to pass. And this is the reason why they have to come to pass. Why? You have, a, a, you have to stick around. You you because you are part of this generation. So you can speak and deal to the changes that is to come, the calamities that is to come. Um, so you can speak and deal to the changes that Jesus tells the disciples to look out for in verse 4. What are they? They are the social changes. They are changes that are going to come to challenge your Christianity, to, to challenge your walk with God. And you have, you have to be able and equipped to deal with those changes, changes in school, changes at your home, changes coming from the house of law, changes coming from authorities, changes coming from socialites and associations and organizations and government groups that are coming to challenge your Christianity, coming to challenge your relationship with God, coming to challenge you to tell you to do away with Christmas. So you have to be equipped to deal with those changes, child of God. Changes coming from other religious group to challenge you that you're not real, your Jesus is not real. Changes of discrimination, changes of judgment and reforms, changes of catastrophes, wars and rumors of war. You have to hang around for these changes. So if you haven't seen the realization of your purpose as yet, then take the word spoken about you and over you and run with it. You might say, I haven't heard it. You're hearing it from me. 
take the word and run with it. What do I mean run with it? Study that word, that word that God is sending to you to say, this is you, this is your purpose, this is what I want you to do. You need to study the word, you need to research it, properly research it, study the Bible more to learn what Papa God says about you. Pray for it, educate yourself about it, fast for it. He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will never pass away says Jehovah God. So whose report will you believe? So listen to the report Papa God sends to surviving elders among the exile and to the priests, the prophets, and all the other people Nebuchadnezzar had carried into exile from Jerusalem to Babylon. It wasn't prophet um, Jeremiah that was in exile. No, he was the prophet and he was given the word to take to these people who were carried away in exile. And if you read it, you will, you will see God is telling them that this is what you need to do, although they were in exile. It doesn't mean that because you're in exile, you won't flourish. You will flourish. Yeah, it happened in, 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 um, in, um, in, 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 in Babylon that the children of God although they were taken away in exile they were still flourishing and so God sent a word to them, a word of promise a word of encouragement to them in Jeremiah 29 11. he said and I'm reading it from the message Bible he said for I God know the plans I have for you, be that you are in exile yes he said, I, God, I, Papa God, I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you. Can you imagine that, um, children of God? They were in exile. They were taken away by um, Nebuchadnezzar in Babylon. But God is sending them a word. He said, I know my plans towards you. So be taken away in exile or whatever the spirit of Nebuchadnezzar is going to do to you, I know your plans. I know the plans that I have to you. And the plans that I have to you is a prosperous one. So child of God, your best days are yet to come. Believe me by faith. Your best days are yet to come. You might say, Pastor Sandra, oh, look at all that is happening. Look at the war. Look at the cost of living. Look at what is happening around the world. But which, whose report are you going to believe? He said, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you, you hope and a future. Wow. Wow. So your future cannot be brighter. You know, and the Christian, the child of God, we play by a different set of rules. Yes. We pay, play by the kingdom rules. Yes, the kingdom rules is different to the world rules. And that's the rule heaven, uh, Papa God wants you and I to play by, to go by the kingdom rules. Yes, what he says about you, that's how it's going to go. He said, I know the plans I have towards you, plans to prosper you. So it doesn't look like you're prospering at the moment. And um, you are prosperous. 
you just need to um, step up your faith. Step up your faith. And you hear the word and you run with it. And you, you research it. Yeah, and you hold it by your chest like how you hold the cards by your chest. So no matter what is happening around you, no matter the storm or the hurricane, you're holding on to the promise of God. You're holding your cards to your chest. Amen. And you're saying, Papa God, you're not a man to lie or the son of man to repent. Have I not said it? Will I not do it? You hold on to that. Yes. And the more you hold, it's the more strength you get. The more the hold is, the more your determination um, swells up. Yeah, you hold it to you. Hold it to you. Hold on to it. You and continue to pray. So um, he said, thoughts um, declares the Lord plans to prosper you and not to harm you. He's not bringing harm to any of his children. Yeah. So if the enemy is telling you, I want you to veer over, look at harm. No, don't look at it. Don't look at it like what Peter did when he was walking on the water. He took his eyes off Jesus and he began to sink. Why? He was looking at the waves. He was looking at the swelling of the water. He was looking at the wind and he, and he took his eyes off and he began to sink. But Jesus came and raised him back and said, why did you take your eyes off? You of little faith. Yes. So don't take your eyes off. Don't listen to what the enemy is saying about harm and sickness and disease because the plans that God has for you and I is to plans to give you and I a future and a prosperous future and hope. And so, Papa God, we thank you for this wonderful word of promise as we draw the year 2022 to a close. We thank you for all the plans that you have lined up for us to execute in 2023. Plans not to harm your children, but to give them hope and to give them a future and plans to give them an expected end. Let every word you have spoken over your children come to pass as it is written and spoken in the lives of your children this time and in 2023. In Jesus' name. Amen. And this is Pastor Sandra pulling out and, and um, for today and just to encourage you to believe in Jesus. The reason for the season. Believe that he comes to, to, to reconcile man to God. And um, have a very peaceful week and re and send this your little teaching here to your friends to your families to your contacts and um, your well wishes send it to them so they can hear the precious word of God you might never know something in it might cause a change and God will bless you for this because you're helping to propagate the gospel. And God will bless you for this. So Pastor Sandra checking out now. Until next time, God bless.